Hi everyone, I hope you all are doing well this week. As you can probably tell by the title of today's episode, it has a little something to do with luxury. This week's episode is going to be my take on luxury goods. This topic is a bit like last Finance Friday about competition where it's tangentially related to finance. And I personally love writing episodes like this and also listening to stuff like this from other content creators because it's very personal and I think that it's super interesting to hear someone else's take on these things. But of course, if you are looking for very specific finance content or even a topic in particular, I would absolutely love to cover it. But just reach out to me on social media in some way and I will definitely incorporate that into future episodes. Okay, so back to today's topic, luxury items. I go to NYU, if you didn't already know, um, and I also grew up in the Bay Area, so I am very used to seeing luxury all around me just because these places don't necessarily have more affluent people, but they do have people who like to feed into this idea of status symbols and um, displays of wealth. Maybe not in like a gaudy or super overt way, but definitely people that are buying pricier items on the day to day. New York specifically, I think, is a very brand conscious city. And NYU especially, everyone wears the same stuff. And you kind of come to figure out what that is and why, like, and how much these brands really matter, you know, because people do notice. And I can look around and there's brands that I literally had no idea what they were or specific items, like specific purses that a lot of girls carry. And I just like, fully they were not on my radar and now after going to the university for five months in person I know all of these things I can spot something when someone has it and I'm not saying that these things matter to me or that they should matter to you but I think it's really interesting and I did want to talk about that a little bit in my opinion luxury items are definitely a status symbol Um, but I don't think that being said I don't think that gives you an adequate or an accurate look at someone's status. I think it just shows that you have the money to spend on this item, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you actually have that money or that um, you should be spending your money on that item. You know, Um, I'm, I'm not sure if that makes sense, but hopefully it'll make sense as the episode goes on. In my opinion, when you're paying for luxury, and I think this is true in general, not just my opinion, but you're paying for two things. The first is quality and the second is the brand name. So quality, I think it really depends on what you get. The extent of my fashion knowledge, um, I have come to learn that bags, clothes, and shoes uh, tend to be the best quality when you're looking at various items from luxury brands. I have personally heard that some of these brands like Gucci or Chanel, they also sell fashion jewelry. Dior does as well. And apparently their fashion jewelry is allegedly nothing special. In that case, you are literally solely paying for the brand. It's just like a normal bracelet or a normal ring that you could find elsewhere. Um, The way that I found this out is I was watching a TikTok about how um, this girl's, I think it was her Chanel or Dior ring turned her finger green. I thought that was really funny and interesting. Um, But the second thing you're paying for when you are buying these luxury items is the brand. And you are always paying for the brand no matter what item you buy from a luxury brand because everything is upcharged, whether it's like the smallest thing when it comes to lipstick or even I saw a lot of people on TikTok for a while that were buying um, Chanel cotton pads because it comes in the Chanel packaging and they wanted that packaging as like decor, which is a whole nother thing when it comes into like status symbols and things like that is using the packaging for decor. But Anyways, people were buying these cotton pads for $20 and it was like 
probably less than like 50 and you can get like over 300 at Costco for $10. So you're always paying for the brand no matter what you're buying because everything is upcharged when it's coming from a luxury designer. One of the main things I think people should really consider is can you actually afford to buy this? And I don't quote Kanye West a lot. He's not my favorite person when it comes to, um, I think, politics specifically. Uh, But Kanye allegedly said that you can afford something when you can buy it twice. And honestly, that has stuck with me for a really long time because it's it's not that you have to buy the item two times and it's not that you would use that money for the item again. It's just you always want to make sure that you have additional money to spend if an emergency comes up. You never want it to be that okay, I have my paycheck for this month. I paid my rent. I paid my student loans, whatever it is. Now I have $300. I'm just going to go spend all that $300 on like a luxury purse. Um, I think that that's not the most smart way to live, especially when you're a student or even a young adult that doesn't have a ton of money saved up. The second thing I think that you should consider when thinking about buying luxury is do you really need it in the sense that nobody needs a luxury item. Of course, even the richest people in the world could get away with using the same products that everybody else does. But in the sense that will you really use it? Because of course, luxury is already something that could be considered quote unquote a want. But if you will actually use the item then why not buy it? I think that, of course, especially when it comes to like purses and shoes, you're paying for quality. So it's something that's going to last you a long time. You can think of it as an investment. And I think immediately clothing and um, purses and shoes from designer brands are not like the strongest investment because obviously if it's been like two years, you can find that stuff like really cheap online after it's out of season or you can find it gently used. But over time, these things are considered vintage and then that's when their price goes up again. Um, I've definitely seen a lot of vintage thrift stores all over the city and that's what you just see old designer Chanel bags and things like that. But they're like upcharged even more than the newest stuff that's coming out because it's not stuff that's being made anymore. A lot of people don't have their bags in good quality. And so to find one is a really priceless thing to a lot of people. The second thing is, are you getting it to fit in? Um, And is it really about the quality? Because I've definitely seen a lot of designer stuff that is kind of just like random and unnecessary, like random, like I was on the Hermes website randomly one day just to like look at things on there and see like what the price looked like. And there were all these little cord bracelets. Um, They sell cord bracelets and they're like they cost like $500. And I think that that's just like insane. And so if you were buying that, I would say that you're probably just buying that to fit in or I'm not really sure why, because it's very small and you can't really see what it is. Um, and in that case, it's also not really about quality because that cord is nothing special. It wasn't made of gold. It was literally the same cord that you could buy when you go literally on vacation anywhere and you're buying a souvenir. So that's something that you should consider as well as if you are just getting it to fit in, still make sure that it's something that you're going to use in the long term and that it is good quality. The third thing is, are you able to find it anywhere else at that quality, but at a lower price point? And I have two examples of this. So at NYU, um, I think now that it's getting colder, one thing I've noticed is jackets. So I've seen, I think, three main types of jackets everywhere I go. So there's most people have North Face jackets. And a surprising number of people actually have Canada Goose and Montclair jackets. And I personally, those, if you're not aware of like the price point, North Face jackets, I would say for a snow jacket, it's about $300, maybe less, maybe like $50 more than that. 
um, for Montclair and Canada Goose, if I'm not wrong, they are usually about a thousand dollars. And, um, that's for like the bigger puffers, I think. So maybe like the smaller jackets would cost you a little bit less, but they're definitely like significantly more expensive two to three times the cost of a North Face jacket. I went for the North Face because I don't ski, I don't snowboard, I don't go to the snow. I would literally be wearing it to class and back. So for me, a jacket is something that's a good investment for the time that I'm at NYU. And then if I move back to California after, I no longer need something like a snow jacket year round. So I think that if you're definitely like if you're someone that is going to use the jacket a lot or even I guess you just really want it and you have the money, go for it. But also there's ways to still fit in without having to make the splurge if it's not something that's going to serve you long term. The second example I have is purses. I've noticed, again, like three main types of purses. So a lot of the international students have Goyard bags, which I think come in around like $3,000. Same with the Christian Dior totes that have the florals on them. And then a lot of people also have the Marc Jacobs, the tote bag that literally says the tote bag on it. And then also long champs. And I would say that those are kind of like the various types of computer bags that a lot of girls use. I personally use a backpack because I just... I have too much stuff that I carry with me every day. I'm like always overfilling my backpack to go to class for what reason, I don't know. But I think that again, there's so many ways to fit in or to get good quality items without having to go to like the top of your price range or like overspend if it's not something you can afford or not something you you really even want. In the end, I would say that buying luxury does make sense to a certain extent and for a very specific group of people. I would say if you have to fit in, for example, if you're working in an office environment and it is a professional space, you're working with a lot of high profile clients, of course, as much as I think that this shouldn't matter, you have to present yourself in a certain way. And I would say that it's always safer to play the game than go against the grain when you're starting out. And so if it's something to fit in in an office space or even like an intern workspace, anything like that, go for it. But again, like don't feel the need to like push yourself super far. The second time it makes sense, I think, is when it just comes down to quality. Obviously, a leather purse that you buy from a designer is probably going to be a lot better quality than like a random faux leather purse that you're able to find at Target. That's just the facts. And so if it's something that you're using for work every day or long term, it's definitely a good investment. And the third thing I would say is just if you want to and you have the money. I think a lot of my tips when it comes to all the things you need to consider before making a purchase, like can you afford it? Do you need it? Like why are you getting it? That's for people that are younger, like my age, and maybe they're like getting their first paychecks and they're like getting really overwhelmed because they kind of want to go make all these large luxury purchases, but they're not really sure if it's a good idea. And maybe it feels like it's coming from a little bit of a peer pressure perspective. But if you're like a full blown adult or you just happen to have a lot of money saved up and you want these luxury items, go for it. I think that there's no issues with buying luxury. But a lot of times when you're in a college space, especially private colleges um, that have a lot of international students, uh, this is nothing against international students. It's just like, I think it's like a pretty well-known stereotype or fact. I'm not sure how to put this, but a lot of them tend to have a good amount of money and they come with a lot of designer items and they use them and wear them every day. And this is a trend that I've noticed at NYU as well. Um, And it's definitely prevalent amongst like local and American students, but I think it's a lot more prevalent amongst international students. But like, again, it's not sustainable for everyone, but a lot of people do use it. And so if you 
want to do that, feel free to. Um, This episode was kind of, I guess, all over the place, but fashion is something that's interested me for a really long time. And I think that more and more we're seeing the intersection of fashion and like professional spaces in the sense that we're moving away from traditional bounds of like what is quote unquote appropriate to wear in the office, which also means people are having a lot of fun, but like you're starting to see the differences in what people are wearing. And that brings out this whole concept of fitting in and like fitting these new norms of like designer, I think is a really big norm that's coming out. And we're seeing that more and more in just like not even traditional workspaces, but also just in like various different offices. Teachers are wearing a lot of designer these days. That's something that I've noticed. And to me, that's really interesting. And so I... I don't know. This is this is something I'm very passionate about. I just thought it would be really interesting to have an episode on like buying luxury items just from the perspective of a student who's going to like hopefully be getting her first paychecks that are actually sizable this summer and what can like considering what you can do with that money. Sorry, the end was a little bit rambly, but I will see you all next week for another Fit Friday.